are listening to What's George Thinking About? Episode 1, Through the Lens of Race and Ethnicity. I'm your host, Devorah Witt. We are three Avenue students who are tasked with investigating race and George Orwell's thinking. Personally, I chose to investigate race because in our current day, with everything that's happening, I feel like it's very important to educate ourselves on this topic. Here's Lola and Toby. Hi, I'm Toby, and I'm going to be talking about my essay later on in the podcast. I chose to study race because, similar to, to, similar to Devorah, I thought it was very significant to the modern day world. It has great effect in our lives. And I'm Lola, and I'm going to talk about my essay later today, which, similar to Devorah and Toby, is also about race and ethnicity. I chose to research race and ethnicity because it's a really relevant topic today and it's really important and interesting to know about it. We all crafted our own essays and opinions in response to the question, is George Orwell's thinking still relevant today? If you haven't heard about George Orwell, he is an author and the writer of the famous book Animal Farm. Animal Farm is an allegory to the Russian Revolution. It talks about communism and shows animals overthrowing an unjust regime just to end up in the same situation. Let's dive into our first interview. So Toby, I'm here today to ask you a few questions about your essay. Could you please give me a brief overview of what you wrote about? Well, my thesis is on the lines of how Orwell's thinking is still relevant because it connects race to the way power is used to manipulate people and obtain more power. And in the book Animal Farm, the one Orwell wrote, people, the people in power use the idea of race to obtain and maintain their control over um, the people who are not in power. So I completely agree. And I wrote my article on the basis of pretty much the same thing. I talked a lot about how power has the ability to corrupt anyone who holds it and how I believe that power is really the main source of systemic racism. And I believe that like, I see a lot of similarities with systemic racism and George Orwell's message because when he wrote Animal Farm, I think he was trying to warn us that we keep repeating the same mistakes and it's really easy because no matter who holds the power, it, it's hard to, to keep the right intentions. And so I feel like he's saying that we need to make the necessary changes in order to not repeat our mistakes. Is there any piece of his thinking that really stands out to you? Yeah, I do actually. There is. The, on page 11, the, um, he comes up with this, they have this slogan, four legs good, two legs bad. And this slogan is what they base, they basically, they come up with these seven commandments and it's too complicated for the, all the animals to understand. So the pigs who eventually become these powerful overlords over the rest of the animals, at the end chained it to four legs good, two legs better. and. That is basically the moment, in my opinion, 
where the power, all power that the rest of the animals have is immediately switched over to the pigs, making it a, the original monarchy it was before. And this, in my opinion, relates to how today, dic- um, today dictators will put up um, slogans, but they can, they'll always change them when it doesn't fit their needs. If something doesn't work perfectly for them, they'll change it, and they'll come up with some miraculous excuse why it's now that it, exactly as it was before. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, that piece of evidence is very similar to a couple of the ones I used. Um, I used one piece of evidence where the other animals were talking about the pigs, and they were saying how it seems almost normal that the pigs are wearing the human clothes and even acting like humans. And, I mean, if that doesn't show corruption by power, I don't know what does, because in the beginning, the pigs fought against the things that they became by the end. And, I mean, I think throughout politics and... I mean, focusing in on race and ethnicity, you can think of systemic racism as a dictatorship and how it's constantly changing just to just to like support itself. So when we I did a couple I looked through a few articles and one that really stood out to me was one that talked about how back then races weren't like race isn't a real idea. It's a social construct. And back then, your race could just change based on what was necessary. Like, for example, Mexicans, when people needed more workers, they were considered white because, like, white was better, right? So they were changed so they could be more helpful. And I just feel like it really, really relates to what happens to the pigs in Animal Farm. So... Um, Toby, I just spoke about how I think George Orwell's thinking is still relevant, but my last question for you is, what do you think? Well, to address the question whether Orwell's thinking is still relevant today, I think it, I think it's mostly, uh, in the way he represents social status and provides valuable commentary on our own social um, organization through race and in Animal Farm these pigs develop this social tower and they put themselves at the top creating this like they create an, a, a higher class and a lower class and they designate themselves as the upper class in our world something very similar happens all the time people will when they're in power they will um, to redefine laws and rules to benefit to make themselves, sure they stay in power and gain, and if they can gain more power. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because power corrupts. As soon as you get a little taste of it, you want more, and it makes you do things that you wouldn't think you would ever really do. Um, so, Toby, I'm really happy with this interview, and yeah. <laughs> Lola, it's so great to talk to you today about your essay. Could you please give me a brief overview of what your essay is about? So my essay is about 
how George Orwell's message about power is shown in his book and in the real world today. In his book, Animal Farm, he uses different types of animals to represent race. The pigs had a lot of power and in the beginning of George Orwell's book, the farm is led by the humans and the animals are getting sick of how they're being controlled and abused. So they decide to rebel. After they rebel against the humans, the pigs decide to take control of the farm. They start giving everyone orders and the animals are tired of that, but they don't know how to rebel against their own. So they just go with it. So basically you're saying that the other animals on the farm were forced into this social hierarchy, right? Yeah. And then you can see how the same cycle of abuse of power is happening and they're just repeating the same thing the humans did to them. So do you have a clear example from the real world? Something that you see with the same underlying issue of power being abused? Um, well, one example we could use is that in the real world today, there is a movement going on called Black Lives Matter. You've probably heard of it. Black Lives Matter is a movement fighting for black lives to be treated equally as others. I see a similarity between this and the revolution in the beginning of Animal Farm. Orwell's message was that after you've achieved your goal, you have to be careful about what happens next so that you don't repeat itself again. So once we get black lives treated equally, are you saying that we need to make changes and be more careful after this is over so we don't repeat the same mistake? Yes, we do, because in Animal Farm, they made the changes they wanted. They were happy for a bit, but then the same cycle about power started again because they didn't make any changes about it. So after this movement has achieved its goal, we have to start thinking about what comes next. I completely agree. Thank you so much, Lola. I will talk to you later. I'm almost positive you heard the similarities through both of these interviews. Lola talked about how Orwell's thinking or Orwell's message is that we, history repeats itself and it's a very hard process to stop because we see these cycles occurring of abuse of power in Animal Farm. And connecting that back to Toby's, Toby talked about power and corruption and power has the ability to corrupt and power leads to a lot of issues in our world like systemic racism and I believe that as soon as we have this corruption, the cycle that Lola brought up is really hard to stop. So in conclusion, George Orwell is warning us and explaining that, that one, history repeats itself, and two, power has the ability to corrupt. And it's still relevant today through movements like Black Lives Matter, through politics and political movements and you know i don't know what what this new new world would look like without all of these things because they've been around throughout history 
I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today. And I hope you learned something new. I would like to give credit to Devorah for being our host, Lola for being our uh, producer and also doing most of the editing, and to me, uh, the scriptwriter, and lastly to Mr. Safford, who is our teacher and gave us the evidence to write our essays. Have a nice day.